Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. The uh, trial continues. Uh, Forty Willis on the stand testifying about her relationship with Nathan Wade, the prosecutor in the case against Donald Trump. And it's ugly. It's so ugly. Oh, it hurts me. It's so ugly. Um, 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. The question is whether or not they had a relationship, uh, a sexual relationship, prior to uh, Mr. Wade joining the case as an unqualified prosecutor. If the answer is yes, there's no question about a conflict of interest. If the answer is no, but they think that they're lying, then the case is over. I think either way the case is over, and I've been telling you that for a while. But anyway, um, we're going to jump in here. It's the top story of the day. It's brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. She's going on about the trip. She's she's a hostile witness. The judge has said he's going to strike testimony. This is a, a total S show, but it's great. And I'm loving this because I love the fact that this case is blowing up because they never should have brought these charges against the former president ever. It was stupid. It was an overzealous prosecution. It was ridiculous. And um, it, it's a joy for me to watch this blow up. I'm really enjoying this. So, uh, yeah, take a listen here. Ms. Cross will have plenty of opportunities to let you clarify answers. <laughs> When it's her turn. Thank you, Judge. This is Trump's attorney. You know that public funds are scrutinized and money is scrutinized and things like that. You understand? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You understand you're under a microscope. You have reporting requirements, all of those types of things. Um, You have no record other than your testimony of the money that you've given Mr. Wade. You've already asked that question. Let's keep going. Um, When you took office, you had a tax lien of $4,600. Did you pay that with cash? When you made that tax lien hole? I probably paid through uh, <coughs> however you pay. Okay. So, but you were saying that you had amounts of cash. You still had that lien in 2022 when you were dating Wade and going on these trips. So, the cash that you gave him, that could have been used to pay this tax lien off? you going to tell me how to pay my bills? I'm going to object. This is not relevant as it relates to why we're here today. Mr. Merchant, um, are you trying to establish that she was insolvent in some way? Um, I definitely was trying to establish that, that she did not have these mass amounts of cash that she's talking about, yes. 
All right. Ask the, re-ask the question. Um, you had a tax lien in 2022, $4,600. Did you say I did? And you did not use this cash that you had to reimburse Mr. Wade to pay that off, correct? No. Okay. I went shopping, too, when I didn't pay it all. And you talked about, like, you, you, gave, an, you gave a lot of interviews to some authors of a book called Finance, right? <laughs> I would not characterize it as a lot. I probably have spoken to them no, no, two or three times. My question is relevant as to I, I think it's already come up that finances are discussed in the book. I'll overrule that. Thank you. Ms. Wilson, you can continue your answer. Well, it came up with Mr. Wade. So in her book, she claimed that she was basically destitute before she became district attorney. So the question, of course, is, did she hire Nathan Wade? They're sleeping together, and he's basically funneling money to her. That's really at the heart of the question. And that's that issue. So you gave interviews to the authors of this book, correct? Once or twice. Okay. And um, just to be comprehensive, I don't know if it was three times, two or three times, I think. You were quoted in the book, and I will give you a chance to say if this is a misquote. You were quoted, I re- when they asked you about if you wanted to run for office for DA, you were quoted, I really don't want to be financially effed up again. Do you remember saying that? So what that refers to, so that- My question that- first is if you remember saying that. I remember saying something similar to that, but I would like to be able to explain what that's, that's in fine. reference to. That's not um, in reference to anything else. It was a huge sacrifice to be district attorney in Fulton County. Oh, huge. huge. I was doing just fine. I had a municipal court judgeship that was paying me a hundred something thousand dollars a year, and like you got to show up twice a week. It, easiest thing I've ever done in life. I also had. I mean, sucking at the taxpayer teeth is good money if you can get it. Am I right? Am I right? To represent what? them, so I was able to have a law practice and that um, raising two daughters by myself. There were times in life where things were hard, and so I was telling people. I Why'd you shake your head? I, I said teat. That is a that is right a now. animal. It's, a, it's not the word that I think it is. Oh, shaking my head at Fanny. I'm oh, all right. Making money at uh, the law firm, and I'm not sure that I want to make this sacrifice. And why does it always have to be me? Um, eventually, I prayed. I think that I was the appropriate person. I think that. I did that. So when you're referring to that, what I'm saying is, I, why should I make a sacrifice again? And what I was not talking about is being district attorney. Once you get elected district attorney, you're, you're in a fine financial position. I make over $200,000 a year. What I was talking nice. about is I ran for judge. When I ran for judge, I took $50,000 of my personal money out of my retirement. And that money ended up being lost. And I know when you bet on yourself, you're going to have to bet money on yourself. And so what I was talking about was not wanting to go through the personal financial expense of running for office. By no means did I think that I was going to uh, be financially in a bad position once I won. Let's talk about what I was up against because it's important to understand that comment. I had a district attorney who had been here for 24 years. And Judge, People, no, 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 this is her, it's very relevant as to what my mindset was about this. So I'm trying to answer your question. So what I was saying is I... Taylor, so it's a finance. Right, but it, it is about my finances. About if I, I didn't, nobody put me in this seat. So I had already run for office once. I had spent $50,000 of my own money running. And it was vamoose, nothing. And so when I'm talking to those offers, I'm talking about the contemplation of the sacrifice of the run, not the sacrifice of once you become DA. The odds were against me. I was likely going to lose uh, the election based on who I was running against. So that needs to be in the, the appropriate context. 
Isn't it true that the authors also wrote, and you can dispute this if, if you'd like, um, that you were broke after that race? The 2018 race? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was a hard race. I wasn't broke like I didn't have any. So broke is relative to depending where you are, but that hurt to lose that $50,000. So I'm sure my mental mindset was like, I just gave $50,000 away. Right. So they characterized it from their conversations with you that you were broke. You had poured your own money into the campaign and you weren't able to pay your own bills because of your, I'm sorry, your clients couldn't pay their bills to you and you had a paltry array of family and asset forfeiture cases. It says you were trying to make it month to month. Um, is that an accurate depiction of your financial situation at that point? I would want to read that, but I, I don't think you wrote it for clients not being able to pay their bills. You wrote that. What do you mean you got to read it? You may. She, she played the card of, I'm, you know, look at me. I'm a poor, poor, corrupt public official like from Casablanca. And I'm making this wonderful this sacrifice for you, the people of Fulton County. So I can make $200,000 a year and go on eight-hour day trips for with so, my boyfriend so like on Afternoon here, Delights. And Fred have run into a financial Did she ever take any no personal time during those trips is what I want to know. Because if it's four hours to get there and four hours back and you're having lunch and you're having relations, that's a whole freaking day right there. What Did she take the day or not? That's what I want to know. That's a legit question. I mean, it's one thing to run to the Holiday Inn down the street, you know, from the courthouse for an hour <laughs> during your lunch break. This was a whole day affair. Lit, I mean, lit, no pun intended, but am I right? I thought I had a law practice. So this is not correct. I mean, you did you did the, the calculations on that. What am I missing here? You drive to... Yeah, you drive there. According to Apple Maps right now, if you wanted to get from Atlanta, Georgia to Tennessee, just the state in general, right? the closest point, um, it would take you four hours with traffic. And then I would imagine you'd have to drive four hours back. Right. And if, in fact, they were just eating lunch... I don't know. An eight-hour commute for food seems a bit much. Yeah, but you know how good that food is in uh, Nashville. <laughs> so good, delicious. But I am certain that after the 2018 election, um, I'm still not really happy about having given up that fifty thousand. You know when you paid your tax lien? I don't. You don't. Do you know if you paid it? I know I've paid some taxes. I don't know. Again, the question here, the issue is, um, um, did you tell when Nathan Wade was giving her cash, county commissioners about your relationship was he giving her Wade? cash to really reimburse her no. for the travel they took together, or was to Nathan Wade taking the money that she was paying him and giving it back to her? In which case, now you no, have a whole so. other improper relationship um, issue. Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Fulton County, I assume that you're familiar with the county code and warden ordinances? I've said we're not going to cover that in this hearing, Ms. Merchant. Um, I'm sorry, Judge? We, I th we said we weren't going to cover the uh, county regulations. Okay, and I, I, I won't. Um, let me ask you this then. So are you aware that you're required to disclose any relationship with someone that you contract with in Fulton County? I'm going to object to the court prior ruling that you made morning. But would this be different because it's a potential for impeachment? Yes. What did you ask me? I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Merchant, if you could re-ask the question. Okay. Um... <coughs> Are you aware that Fulton County requires you to disclose any relationship with someone that you're doing business with? I'm not aware, and I'm, I know often that time things are confused with state constitutional officers in county, but I'm not aware. Okay, so it's not your so it's your understanding that you don't have a duty to disclose the relationship. She's answered that question. Okay. Let's keep going. Um, 
<coughs> did you keep track of this cash that you paid him at all? What are you talking? I don't understand. Did you keep track? Did you keep a ledger? Did you keep track of it? So I've only given him cash, as I mentioned, three or four times. There's no ledger. This is friends handing money off to each other. So the answer is no. Ah, and I think that. you've already asked whether there was any written proof whatsoever. And she's yes. answered that. Okay. There's no proof. So we've covered this. Let's move on. Um, and this is uh, Fawny Willis, the... Who are you referring to when you suggested that Mr. Roman's motion to disqualify was racially motivated? We've already said we're not talking about the forensic misconduct that's been alleged. Okay. And, okay. And just so the record is clear, I don't believe I said that his motion was racially motivated, so I don't want that to stay there. I've never said his motion was racially motivated, so that, that should not be true. I think it would be that. best if we don't need to go down that road. Uh, we're going to save that for argument. Um, you once said that you would not engage with a personal relationship with anyone that worked for Fulton County. Is that correct? Yes, we just uh, played it. An employee? Anyone that worked for Fulton County. I think I said an employee. Okay. So that's the qualification you give an employee? You would not I think that's the statement that I made. So if you want to quote me, quote me accurately. Because technically he wasn't so an employee, he was a consultant. It's your position because so. Mr. Wade was not an employee? Or it's your position he wasn't an employee, correct? Mr. Wade is not an employee, and he will tell you that over and over again. So now we're into semantics. Was he an employee or was he not an employee? Semantics. Now. I'm sorry. The statement, just so I make sure I accurately quote you. What you said was, "You won't work. You won't sleep with people who work under you." Do you not consider Mr. Wade working under you? I consider Mr. Wade to be an agent. Oh, he was under her, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> think of him as your point. Whatever Meredith has, uh, Miss Merchant, is on the record. Thank you, Next question. All right. Do we need any moments in, in a minute? Oh, oh we need a minute, Judge. Yeah, I'm ready to go, Your Honor. All right. Oh, we are ready to go. I like this guy, I think. Is this uh, is this the guy who was grilling Wade earlier? One of Trump's attorneys? Yeah. I'm going to try to ask you questions that you can actually answer <laughs> without having to explain. Okay? Yes, sir. My comprehension skills are pretty good, so we should do all right. We shall soon see. If I heard you correctly, you moved into what I will refer to as the Yurti condo in either March or April of 2021. Is that correct? Sometime between late February and April. Yes, I don't. Just so we're clear. Yes. But in that time period, you're, you're in the ballpark. We're in the ballpark. And is that Yurti condo, would you say that it is in Hapeville? It is in Hapeville, yes, sir. And you moved in there for safety reasons? My father, uh, <laughs> yes, I moved in there. My, we were concerned. My father was terribly concerned about me continuing to live at the house. And it, so they were clear, people came to my house at 5 o'clock in the morning um, about the police brutality cases, saying I was going to have a wake-up call. Uh, there were security threats due to gang cases. And there were concerns due to... Just so you know, um, they've taken a lot of trips the together. Of this, and into the that. alleged so financial gain with her paramour as the legal term for somebody who's and, um, engaged in an extramarital affair. Okay. So the answer to the question was a yes for safety reasons. Royal Caribbean Cruise, Aruba Trip, Bahamas Cruise, Royal Caribbean Cruise, Aruba Trip, Bahamas Cruise, Belize Trip, Napa. Those are just some of the trips. But you moved into this condo, the RT condo, for safety reasons, right? Yes. Okay. 
at the time that you moved into the condo, be it from February to April of 2021, yes. was your father still living in your house? Right, because my father... I, that's yeah. all I ask you. But I, I get to explain the answer, sir. I, I don't know if there's an explanation. If I ask you, was your father still living at your house, the answer is either he was... Or he wasn't. Yes, but you are going to get to argue at the end of this, as we both I'm know. I'm not going to argue so anything. I'm going like to ask. To be able to explain why. I'm going to so, okay. yes, because my father is an older gentleman. He was worried about COVID, and he stayed. Ms. Wilson, I'm going to have to say this second time. Whenever we have to put a pause, you stop testifying, okay? You'll have a chance to explain yourself. The question was whether your father was not staying there at the time, and... You're clarifying that in your answer as well. You can have a brief clarification, but it shouldn't be something that reaches well beyond the question. All right, Mr. Sadow, you can re-ask the question. We'll see where it takes us. Okay, thank you, Your Honor. The judge is losing Was his patience with her. your father still living in your house at the time you moved to what I would refer to as a yurti condo? Yes, sir, he was due to his concerns related to COVID. Okay. The safety concern was that there was potential danger at your house. Is that correct? Yes, my address had been exposed, so yes, there was. I think the, the question is: Is the condo a love shack? Am I right? Okay, so Am I right? Is that what the judge is getting house? at? In the time period. Matt DeSantis, I think it's. It, was it a love shack? Was still in. Well, the love shack yeah, well, is no, a no. little. <laughs> I think you have to. Uh, it's your attorney, Ms. Willis. Um, sorry, Mr. Potty, your objection is speculation. Yes. To the question of speculation. whether someone was still in danger at her condo. I can read. Just let her answer the question. Or uh, Mr. Sadon wants to rephrase. No, yeah, I, 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 sure. I was able to understand I've it. A, I've got the objection, and then I have. I'll withdraw the objection. Okay. So, and I'm going to remember the question so I can answer it. Well, you, you can now that the objection's been withdrawn. Can you try to answer that question? Yes. There's still a safety concern I was, for people staying at the house. I, yes, I was very concerned about my father still living at the house. However, if you have dealt with an older gentleman, he was not leaving the house, despite my urging him that I thought he should leave as well. He did not want to leave the house because he was particularly worried at his age about COVID. But that became a... Uh, I don't want to say a, uh, I was not happy with that decision of my father's, but I can't ultimately make him leave. And he stayed there too long, in my opinion. Okay, thank you. During that period that you left to go to the Yerti condo, yeah. did any of your children stay at your house? So I don't... Uh, um, I don't think that they were there at that point. Certainly my baby wasn't there. I'm talking about this entire period. We're talking about, if I remember correctly, and you'll correct me, I'm sure, you said that you stayed there at what I would call the Yerti condo until January of 2022, correct? Yes. Okay, so I'm asking you in that period, which would be February to April of 2021, yes. until January of 22. Did any of your children stay at your house? And you don't have to yell at me. I'm able to understand. I, so I would ask you to not yell at me. I don't think he's that yelling being at you. said, I don't actually expressly remember, but I can tell you, since I have left my home, there have been times my oldest daughter came in. But I can't tell you with certainty the time window that you've said, 
if they did or not. And so I don't want to speculate to that. But there was some time that my oldest daughter came back, whether it was that period or after I left the Yodi residence. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. So the. If, if I continue to go into more detail on this, you're not going to be able to give me an answer of whether or not, in fact, any of your children were still at the house or stayed at your house during that time period, correct? What I can give you clarity of so that we are clear yes. is from the time I moved out in February-ish of 2021, um, after I left there, there was a time period that my oldest daughter came back. But if you're asking me, was it in that window? When did she hire Nathan Wade? I just don't have Matt, a exactly. Of that, you, you know, know exactly the, the date that he started. And, and so I don't remember the specific time period. Because this is why the attorney is getting into the time period here. Condo. And whether or not uh, the condo was a love shack. Like maybe a night. Like she was so afraid of being at the house, with, but she no. let her father stay there, Did her kids stay there. Stay with you at See the Yerti condo, including Miss Yerti. Never. Miss Yerti never lived in the condo. She met her husband and they moved. They weren't quite married, but they moved. Nobody ever lived with me in the condo. That was a, that was a love my show. Word was, my word was stay, not lived. That, stayed that, with you at stayed. the condo. I guess I don't understand the distinction, but no one ever. My, I think my baby's my oldest child. I think she spent one night with me, maybe my oldest and my youngest. But I think that whole time I was in that place. So he was hired in November of night, 2021. She's in the um, condo prior to November like, 2021. Anyone and the question the is, other than maybe one did Nathan Wade visit her at the condo? My baby sitting on the couch where the love place. shack may and have been. I'm thinking she spent that night. But yeah, I think the argument is, okay. she says she moved out of the house because she was afraid. Did Nathan Wade there you go. visit you at the Yerti condo from the time you moved in until he was hired on November the 1st of 2021? So I moved out uh, of that condo, but during that time period, he, yeah, I'm sure he came to visit. Uh, <laughs> he came to visit. I can remember us going, I think the restaurant's lickety split. I can remember him. Picking me up, going to look at his split and eat, ordering some food and coming and sitting at my table and eating. So I remember times that he visited me at that condo. Yes. Okay, could you give us an approximation of how many times Mr. Wade visited you at the condo between the time you moved in and prior to November 1 of 2020? I don't think often, but I don't rem I don't want to speculate. Remember, he's married during this period. More than five, more than ten. So, is the condo a way for them to have a relationship? I'm going to tell you the problem I'm having here. Yes. Let's say more than ten, but I'm not sure that that's even accurate. Uh, he certainly has come and picked me up. You want to grab some food to eat? Oh, he's picked you uh, up. I don't right. remember him being in that condo a lot. Yeah, he wasn't very memorable, I but... I'm sorry. Yeah. You want a number and what I don't I mean, want to... Give me your, your current and best recollection is all I'm asking for. That's all I can give you, sir. How many times did any of the prosecution team... How, how many times did Anna Cross come to that condo between the time you moved in and November 1st of 2021? I don't think Anna's ever been to that condo. No? What about any other prosecutor that's involved in the prosecution of this case? I don't think any of them have. No. Just Mr. Wade. Just Mr. Wade. Because it's a love shack with a little... Uh, but it was a lonely time. It was a lonely oh God, time. That, yeah. That 2021. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I have a lot of guilt about this time period in my life. Let me tell you why. Oh, here we go. It was a lonely time. Okay. I was very appreciative to the citizens for giving me this responsibility and this duty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But what I very, very quickly learned yep. is that this is a very isolating job. Oh. And 2021 was a lonely time. I turned oh. 50 in 2021. It's probably one of the worst birthdays I've ever had. I, I spent it alone. So I have a clear recollection of 2021 being lonely. Okay. Did Mr. Wade ever um, visit you at the condo, the time period I'm talking about, prior to November of 2021, when Ms. Yerty was at the condo? So Ms. Yerty and me, were, we didn't share the condo at the same time. So the answer would be no. Well, we never stayed there together, so it's an impossibility. It's an impossibility. Yeah. Okay. Now, Ms. So that Ms. Yerdy, because we need to get clarification on this. Ms. Yerdy stayed in that place. Let's understand there may something have been here. A time that me Nathan and Wade's Mr. married Wade during this visit, entire like period. Like saw Ms. Yerdy. She but has a house. Me and Ms. Yerdy. They have a condo. Together. Just so we're clear. And now the question is: Was he was paying for the condo? Try again. Okay. Was okay. Miss Yearty still living in the condo when you moved in? Not a day. Okay. So when I'm talking misrepresentation in this, we never lived together. I, I never lived with Miss Yearty. Okay. My question, though, I'm trying to understand okay. that after you moved in yes. to the condo, yes. Miss Yearty had been, she was out of the condo, He's out. right? He's she in. a house. Uh, That's all I'm asking. She's not in the condo. She is, we never stay, Miss Yearty and I, Never stay a day together in the condo. All of her stuff was out of the condo, and all my stuff, some of my stuff, not all of it, obviously, was moved into the condo. So we never stayed there together. No, sir. All right. So when I ask you about Mr. Wade visiting the condo yes. when you were staying there, yes, Miss Yearty wasn't staying there, correct? That would be correct. Yes. She wouldn't be at the condo, correct? No, she would not have been. It would be you and Mr. Wade alone at the condo, correct? Yes. That is, there weren't any other witnesses to Mr. Wade and you at the condo, correct? Yes. No security. None of your security detail. Would object. She said it was just her and Mr. Wade. You made your point, Mr. Sedow. Let's move on to the next one. Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> Who in the prosecution team prior to... I guess the motion being filed by um, defendant. All right, we got to take a quick break here. Basically, uh, we're getting a very curious timeline. She's at this condo. She's all by herself. Nathan Wade comes to visit a bunch of times. Uh, He's married uh, prior to November 2021, obviously. And were they, you know, um, what's what's the proper legal term for it? Knocking boots, I believe, is the proper legal. I want to use legalese here. (laughs) <laughs> were they were they knocking boots at the love shack love shack baby that's the question by the way i want to wish uh, our our buddy lenny dykstra a uh, uh our best wishes he's he had a stroke uh new york post reporting that lenny dykstra is out of the intensive care unit and resting at a los angeles hospital after suffering a stroke earlier this week and so um hope to best to lenny who follows me on twitter and We've sent each other a lot of notes over the years, so um, hopefully he'll be okay. And um, we'll wish him all the best. All right, uh, 855-839-1210 is the number on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you want to weigh in. Now listen, uh, Cherry Hill Volvo, my great friends on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. I saw them recently, just a couple days ago, as my father-in-law went and bought a beautiful 
new, or at least I should say, a beautiful new, sorry, it's my son's, uh, his Switch group, where they always play the Switch together, including my nephew, and I do want to murder my, but it's my nephew, so I can't do that, because obviously it would be killing my own nephew, but they don't stop. (laughs) And it's just... You know, and I'm not home today. I'm actually, I came into the studio, so I, I can't even go upstairs and, and kill my son. <laughs> I'm very tempted to do right now as well. My wife's in California, so um, <laughs> sorry about that. Anyway, uh, can't make this stuff up, right? So anyway, so my father-in-law, who's in town this week, helping me with the kids. We took him over to Cherry Hill Volvo. His lease was up, and he got a beautiful new XC. 40 gorgeous blue color and he was very happy and he told me they he said already two calls from them following up making sure everything's good everything's okay the app's working great all the technology uh he had a tremendous experience there so will you at cherry hill volvo they are open they're going through a renovation but they're open and they have ample inventory and they're ready to meet you today now is the time to get the luxury vehicle you deserve a volvo from cherry hill volvo it's a great time to visit with many incredible incentives available. So hurry to Cherry Hill Volvo to get a courtesy S60 Volvo for less than $29,000. That's right, with less than 5,000 miles on it. Cherry Hill Volvo is the most accessible Volvo dealer to Philly and South Jersey right across the bridge. Judith, Yosef, and the entire team look forward to meeting you. Cherry Hill Volvo is where relationships matter, and they prove that every day. They have one of these courtesy S60 Volvos with less than 29, less for less than $29,000, less than 5,000 miles on it. One left. So don't wait. This is your chance. Go see them today on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Did you even know that was in that song? Did you realize I, that? I have, the, I have the lyrics up right now, and I just I just saw that. I forgot about that. The Atlanta Highway. Headed down the Atlanta Highway to Tennessee for an eight-hour lunch. <laughs> oh, man. You can't make this up. I'm having the best day of my life. I didn't even know it. The day started off really crappy, too. That's that's yesterday. But this is making me feel good. It's not schadenfreude here. This woman is hell-bent on destroying Donald Trump, and um, I'm happy to see that this case is blowing up now. And um, good. Excellent. And what they're doing right now, the the attorneys for Trump's co-defendants, is they are putting together a very comprehensive timeline of all these times that Fawny Willis, the district attorney Fulton County and Nathan Wade were together and they're putting all this together and they're making a compelling case that they're lying about when they started sleeping with each other and that they were sleeping together prior to 2019 when, uh, when, well, he was hired in November, 2021. So prior to November of 2021, they were sleeping together and it certainly 
seems like it 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 all was there out in the open um for nobody to see except for her friend who testified to that fact and that they had this secret condo and they would go on these trips together and all these other things so you know i mean i think you'd have to be an idiot to conclude that they were really just friends during that period but nevertheless uh the judge will have to make this determination obviously this trial the voters of fulton county are watching this i would imagine and um you know, obviously, there's the potential jury pool that's going to decide Trump's guilt or innocence if this trial moves forward. And I should also mention, too, you know, if this trial does not move forward with Fawny Willis, if she's disqualified, and I've told you I believe she will be, and I think that that is on the end of the case, this RICO charge, it's such a leap. It's such a leap that I don't think another prosecutor is going to want to touch this thing with a 10-foot pole, personally. So I think this is, this is the end of this case. And I've been telling you for some time, I think it's the end of this case. I'm I really I really do. And it's interesting, too, because Nathan Wade testified earlier today that um, he paid for all the vacations he took with Fawny Willis and his business credit card and that she reimbursed him in cash, reimbursed him in cash, cash money. But um, the question that the attorney's asking right now is how the relationship ended. And I think it's also relevant too, actually, because. Obviously, this is an ongoing case. This wasn't like a one night stand. This was a relationship that was going on for quite some time here. And they had this tough conversation and they ended the relationship. And the 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 indictment timeline is also relevant to this. And was Donald Trump indicted while they were still knocking boots or after that tough conversation? And this is an interesting point, too, because. You know, if her argument is this was, you know, it was over by the time we indicted Donald Trump, I'm not really sure that that is accurate. And again, I think that might just be another another lie, but that's how she's going to try to get around this to say, well, we ended things and then we indicted Trump. Then we indicted Donald Trump. And then I brought him on to be the special prosecutor in November of 2021. So we ended things in the summer. I indicted Trump and I brought my ex-boyfriend on to prosecute the case. I still think that stinks to high heaven, whether or not they're being physical. But I also don't believe that they really stopped. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not buying that whole thing. But she's saying the romantic relationship ended before the indictment was returned. Yes or no? And she says to a man, yes. This is, a, here, jump into this here. This is interesting here. Go ahead, can you grab this? Or was it just a coincidence? <clears throat> Mr. Let's go on and have the conversation. Go ahead. I'm just asking you whether or not it was a coincidence. It had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship, which is why I would give him his money back. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. Is there anything else you would like to add to that? No. Sure. But I'm sure we'll talk about it further. No, we're not going to talk about it further. I... All right. No back and forth. Let's sit down. Next question. Uh, my next question is something that I would that has to do with the what I've characterized as the church speech 
Let me just tell you what the question is, because I know that's not something. Preserve it for the record. Huh? You can preserve the question for the record, but we'll, then we'll move on. That's correct. Thank you. When you gave what I've referred to as the Martin Luther King weekend church speech, you know what I'm referring to? A great honor of mine. That's a historic African-American church. Yes, I do. Okay. Did you have handwritten notes with you that you were reading from during the speech? And, and on second thought, Mr. Sadow, because you might have a number of questions about this, why don't we just bullet point what you would want to cover on this reserved for the record, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Okay. Since I had laid out before that the forensic misconduct. All right, what we can do is we can uh, we, we can jump back in here. Obviously, this is going to be a little bit of, of you know, minutia. She's saying there was always tension in the relationship. And, it, you know, there, there's there's a whole lot to this. Uh, but there are other things going on. I, 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 I assume this is going to end at five o'clock. Usually that would be when this would wrap up. So we'll probably jump in again in a few minutes. But I just I want to mention, though. On the other issue of of special counsels and what's going on, because don't forget the special counsel who looked at Biden and um, said that Biden was, uh, you know, hiding his own Easter eggs. Biden criticized special counsel Robert Hur for raising his son's death in their interview. But NBC reported it was actually Biden who introduced the subject. This is. NBC chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander, uh, cut number nine. President Biden became heated, you'll remember, responding to the special counsel's assertion that he could not remember within several years when his son Bo died. Last week, the president criticized her for asking him about it. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. But tonight, NBC News has learned that her never asked that question, according to two people familiar with the interview last fall. They say it was the president, not her or his team, who first introduced Bo Biden's death. The sources say the president got the date, May 30th, correct, but not the year. OK, uh, Biden was the one who brought this up. All right. That's important. That's important to note. Yes. You know, <clears throat> we played this. We took it live when Phony Willis said what she said, which is now going viral when I and the quote is when I took out a bunch of money from my first campaign, I kept some of the cash from that. And I believe she said I kept some of the cash from that at my house. And she's going on the, the conversation about drawing cash and then paying Mr. Wade back. And then there's no paper trail here, apparently. And she was just giving him cash and taking out cash and then giving it to Nathan Wade, who's just depositing cash, but he's also getting cash from his clients. And I, I mean, th this whole thing is so stinky. It really is. Um, that I think you'd have to be an idiot to think that there wasn't at least the appearance that she brought him on to this case, paid him a whole lot of cash. He wasn't qualified. And then she was getting some of that back and maybe the payments back because these trips that they were taking together and reimbursing some of this to him. I, I don't, I, I, it, it maybe not. I mean, maybe the, she wasn't giving him any money because there's no paper trail here. That's her argument that she gave him money back. She paid her own way, but where's the paper trail? And there doesn't seem to be one here. You know, there does not seem to be one. And that again, raises a tremendous conflict of interest because the question becomes, 
if the district attorney of Fulton County brings on her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend and pays him all this money. And the other question that I have here is the timeline of them breaking up doesn't work because of when they took these trips. So let's let's go through the timeline of the trips. Right. She said, Matt, you heard her just say that they broke up in the summer of 2021. Correct. Uh, yes. OK. And she said that to a man, it breaks up when the physical stops for the woman. It's a tough conversation. But either way, she says it was over before we indicted Trump. And that was that was around November of 2021. Correct. And the timeline on that. Yeah, if I'm well, not mistaken. They indicted Trump, I think, August 2023. Wade had been hired by um, her office in 2021. OK, so he's hired in November 2021. It's apparently over, but they go on a Royal Caribbean cruise together in 2022. In 2022, they go to Aruba. 22 and 23, a Bahamas cruise. 2023, a Belize trip. So does anyone believe that on that Belize trip they were just friends? <laughs> 2023 Napa, boy, what a waste of romantic Napa to just go with a bo- with an ex boyfriend. And I tell you, for having such a tense relationship after they allegedly broke up, they traveled a lot together. I mean, usually when you break up with somebody and it was already tense, you never talk to that person ever again, unless you have to, like you have kids or something, you got to share custody. Or uh, yeah, but uh, you know, you certainly are not going on trips with them. Am I right about that? I mean, I've been married for 16 years, so it's been a while since I've had an ex, but (laughs) at least in my day when I was single, you'd break up with somebody, you didn't go on trips with them. Yeah, isn't that the whole point of breaking up so you don't have to see the person ever again? Yeah, that's literally why you break up. Why would you you break up if you want to keep going on trips together? (laughs) Otherwise, just stay together. You stay together. So what, you, you, we're supposed to believe that they just, at that point, just, we're going to have a purely platonic relationship as we go on all these cruises and share rooms together and share rooms at Napa Valley bed and breakfast. And you don't think two friends can just go on a Bahamas cruise. I, 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 I defer to the when Harry met Sally rule that a man and a woman can never be friends. The sex always gets in the way, but particularly when you've already been romantically involved, you then just don't go into friendship after that. You know what I mean? What about uh, Jerry and Elaine? Well, okay, but technically that time that the two of them slept together is really not in the real Seinfeld that's timeline. That's true. That's true. You know, that's in the early Seinfeld season that they don't really count. And they also had to do it to save the friendship too. Right. Exactly. So it's not really canon, I guess, in that sense. But nevertheless, I think Jerry Seinfeld, from the show anyway, would be the one who would say, if you break up, why are you going on trips? Who goes on trips if you break up? <laughs> You break up, you're going on cruises. That's not a breakup. That's a trip. I mean, I, I, I mean, the definition of breaking up is I'm not going to go and have sex with you in Belize. <laughs> that's, that's literally what a breakup means. I need the AI Jerry Seinfeld of what you just said. I need AI Jerry Seinfeld to say uh, what I just said. Can we do? Can we find? Is there an app or something? I used to do a good. I used to do a good Seinfeld. I, I don't anymore. It's been a couple of years, but. <laughs> literally the the definition of you google the word breakup it comes up i will not have sex with you in belize that's literally the textbook definition <laughs> i'm pretty sure about that is that in webster's or merriam uh right great question <laughs> 
So I'm not buying this. Whole, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this. Anyway, all right, 855-839-1210 uh, on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you would like to weigh in on everything we are chatting about today. Uh, I got to tell you about my friends at McCall's and Lock Service because they do great, great work for all of us, and they are sponsoring the Travis Mannion Foundation Radiothon again this year. If you have lost your key fob or you need to have your factory remote reprogrammed, transponder keys, chip keys, or any of that repaired, replaced, reprogrammed, uh, go see my friends at McCausland. In addition to major makes, they can also help you with various BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen, and Audi vehicles. They can help you while you wait. And the best part is they charge up to 50% below what you'd pay at a dealer. They're a full-service locksmith, and they're available for whatever you need, and they are dedicated to delivering superior customer service. So call McCall's in Lock Service today at 610-430-1500. 610-430-1500. Ask to talk to Tom or Chrissy about how they can help you. That's 610-430-1500, or visit them. They're conveniently located on Route 420 in Prospect Park, PA, McCausland Lock Service. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. We might need a little Barry White today, too. Uh, the greater Chris saying he'll be very disappointed in you, Henry, if you don't find a little Barry White. Yeah, that's a good idea. But the ticket to ride is great. I just don't know. I don't understand why you'd break up with somebody and then share a, a, a stateroom on a cruise ship with them. If you didn't want to be with them romantically, because it seems like those are some tight quarters right there. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I've been on a couple of ships. We went to uh, the Zeoli Army. We went to Alaska together. And that was a wonderful cruise. And those rooms were, I mean, they were great. They were nice. But I was with my wife. I mean, if I didn't, like, if we had been divorced, I would have thrown her over the side of the ship. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Or she would have thrown me over. I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand why you go on trips, particularly cruises, though, with your ex. It doesn't seem to make sense. So I'm not buying the timeline. I'm calling Fugazi on the timeline. Did you guys catch that part too, where she said something about a man is there to make me a sandwich or something like that? What What was that point? That's what Nathan Wade apparently told Fanny Willis. the The purpose of a, a woman is is to make a sandwich. Make a sandwich. Yeah. Wow. Does 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 Fonny Willis make a good sandwich? <laughs> Do we know? I, I I wouldn't ask her. She seems pretty angry. She seems very very angry. So the questioning right now with uh, the Trump co-defendants, uh, she's on the stand, and the question of whether or not now this conflict of interest exists. This judge is going to decide whether or not Fonny Willis is going to face misconduct allegations. I mean, she may have perjured herself. Um, he may have perjured himself. There's also the question of all this cash, you know, going back and forth. Or was she really repaying him? Was he paying her? I mean, all of this. And then, you know, she's got this condo, which is clearly a love shack. And he's visiting her. But she's acknowledging that they were together during that time period. Then she says that they broke up shortly after that. And then she hires him. But then they continue to go on all these trips together. But she pays her own way, but they go on all these trips together. Because they're just friends. They're really good friends. But were they friends with benefits is my question. Huh? Were they friends with benefits? That's the question that I have. (laughs)
I'm sorry. I I just this is such a dumpster fire. It really is. It's such a dumpster fire. Uh, what are you What are you saying, Matt? What is I'm, she doing? I'm so confused by this timeline. Maybe you could provide some clarity. Okay. So Fannie is claiming that the relationship with Nathan Wade ended before Trump was indicted in August 2023. Right. But she launched the criminal investigation in February of 21, and Wade was appointed in November of 2021 according to everything that I'm seeing. But is is anyone really doubting that they were romantically involved before 2021? Like, it, it, No, she said they were involved, yeah. right? Didn't she say that it didn't end until the summer of 2021? Exactly. And her friend and co-worker testified that they had been in a relationship since 2019. Right. So, yes. I mean, it, she basically what her argument is, Wade was hired in November of 2021 we were knocking boots in the summer, but it ended, and then I hired him, and then I went on trips with him, but I paid him in cash for all for my fair for my share of the of the travel costs. It seems to me pretty clear that there's a conflict of interest even in her timeline, right? A hundred percent. Because if she's building a case against Trump, sleeping with the guy that she's ultimately going to appoint to be the prosecutor, that right there is a conflict of interest, don't you think? Exactly, yeah. That would be a problem. But then I don't believe it really ends prior to him technically being hired because why are they going on all these trips together? Yeah, that makes that makes absolutely no sense. You don't break up with somebody and then go on like five uh, wonderful vacations. If you break up, you got to break up. Who breaks up and doesn't break up? Then it's not a breakup. The whole point of a breakup is to break up. Anyone can say they're breaking up. You have to break up in order for it to be. A breakup. Not bad. That's not the worst side. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst Seinfeld impression ever. I'm just saying. It's not the best either. It's not the best. You're right. But I, again, I'm not Joe Conklin. I'm. You know what I mean. I'm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm no Jim Kelly. So I can do my. I can only do my best here. But uh, what a mess. Uh, let's. Um, I'm just trying to see this. So they had a private office and there was a contract with Nathan Wade going on here. Um, and now we're getting into the timeline of, of when he becomes a special prosecutor and when that timeline begins. But it seems very obvious, though, from the time that Nathan Wade was hired in November of 2021. They're still at least very, very close friends after that. Here's the other thing, too, I want to point out. If um, you break up with somebody and then you go on trips to all these places together and you pay your own way, does that mean then if you pay your own way that you don't have to have sex? Is that sort of like the implication, the understanding? (laughs) So if you didn't pay your own way, you'd be expected to, you know? I mean, is that that really what we're on? Is that kind of what she's saying? Like, I paid my own way, so I I was under no obligation to sleep with the guy. I still had to make him a sandwich, but um, that was it. All right, we got a lot more on this uh, absolute dumpster fire as we enter our five o'clock hour here. Um, obviously, I'm loving this, and we will be we will be right back. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, three to seven, Talk Radio twelve ten, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.